0: Well, amen. It has been good. And what a, what a theme. Uh, love God's way. You know, uh, we, uh, we need to understand that, that life is made of, of uh, relationships. And, uh, of course, the, the greatest relationship is that of love. And, of course, the love of God is un, uh, in, incomparable. And it, it, Please pray for me because I'm still trying to talk half Spanish. And uh, I've just been out of Mexico for a, a week. And, uh, boy, I needed that, uh, that close-up. That really was a help to, for me to get back in speaking a little bit. <laughs> and so, uh, was, anyway, uh, turn with me, if you would, please, the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4. I'd like to, to speak tonight about uh, that blessed joy that we have uh, because of the love of God. And, uh, you know, we're, we're so blessed as, uh, as God's people uh, to be able to know for sure that, uh, that heaven's our home, that Jesus Christ has, has uh, saved us. Has bought us. And, and we've got the privilege then to uh, invest ourselves in others. And of course that's what missions is all about. It's showing them this very thing, the love of God. And so uh, as we, we start here in this book of uh, Philippians chapter 4, uh, j- just remember that the, the principal theme of Philippians is joy. And uh, so the context, even though it doesn't say joy everywhere, the context is, is about giving and going. Uh, but uh, with a joyful heart. And so that joy can only come from a right relationship with Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, uh, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, And the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again. Wherein ye were also also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I I am therewith to be content. I know both how to abound, how, how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Verse number 14, notwithstanding ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you tonight for your love to us. We thank you for uh, the privilege you give us to, to know you. Of course, we know that's been made pos- possible because of your word. And so, uh, Lord, I pray that you'd help us tonight as we, we look into your word, that you would just speak to our hearts, you'd show us that uh, uh, even though, uh, Southwest Baptist is, is very faithful in, in regards to, uh, to giving and, and sending uh, missionaries. Lord, uh, just pray that you'd encourage our hearts. Lord, maybe there'd be somebody new that uh, hasn't heard this before. Uh, Lord, uh, those that, uh, of us that have heard it, Lord, I pray that you just remind us uh, the need to stay faithful. The need to, to do the work that you've called us to do here and uh, wherever these missionaries and the missionaries that they send uh, go. And so, uh, Lord, I pray that you get honor and glory to yourself tonight. Uh, through, uh, uh, through uh, the preaching of your Word. And Lord, I pray you should be blessed by the, uh, the decision that we make uh, here tonight. Lord, I want to tell you, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Lord, bless you. May we see it. If you notice, uh, here in, in uh, uh, this, uh, this portion of Scripture, uh, it, uh, it says, Finally, brethren, now, always, uh, always think about uh, the last thing uh, that somebody says normally is, uh, is one of the most important things you need to pay attention. Finally, brethren. And so uh, uh, he said, "Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, just, whatsoever things are pure, uh, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report." And, and all this talks about the love of God. And uh, that, that's the reason we have these attributes. That's why we can uh, talk uh, about these things in, uh, in that, uh, that light. And so uh, if you notice here about uh, this blessed joy that we have to, to give, to go uh, as missionaries, as uh, sending agencies. Uh, this, uh, this whole concept should always provoke us to rejoice. Uh, verse number 10 here, the first part, he said, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly. And so uh, uh, he said, uh, there, There's cause to rejoice in that Christ is being preached, that the gospel is going forward. And so if you look back here to, to 1 9, Philippians 1 chapter 9, uh, chapter 1 and verse 9, it says, uh, In this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. And so it's not just a, a blind love. It's not, we're not just uh, loving some uh, thing or some uh, goofiness. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a love that's based on uh, Jesus Christ, on the love He has for us. Your, li- your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. Verse number 10, that you may approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ and the glory and praise of God. But I would, you should understand, brethren, that the things which happen unto me have fallen out rather under the furtherance of the gospel. Right. And so Paul, even though uh, he was distressed, although he had problems, uh, he said, uh, God's used it for good. He's using it that people might be saved. And, and so that's a, a concept, I think, that uh, often as uh, American Christians, especially, we get this idea that we've got a right to this uh, cushy lifestyle. And, uh, and you've got a cushy lifestyle. If you don't understand, you don't think so, just come visit me. And uh, I'll show you a different life. I'll, di- I'll show you a different world. Uh, but we're, we're, we get spoiled. And we get uh, so uh, complacent and, and uh, set in our ways and thinking that, well, this is just uh, what, what's entitled us. And, uh, you know, it, it's, not, it's not a guaranteed thing. And, of course, we're seeing now the, the, the effects of a godless society, uh, a, a society that doesn't uh, even include Jesus Christ, let alone uh, and surely not found or base its, its uh, a belief system or, or culture on God, on the Word of God. And so uh, we're, we're going to see a lot of these things changing, uh, I, I'm convinced, here in, the, in these days that, that come. But uh, a lot of things that, that Americans uh, think are just norm, uh, the, the rest of the world looks at it as just really wasteful. Uh, boy, you guys got so much that you, uh, in Mexico, there's, there's trailer loads, there's truck loads. Of uh, stuff going to Mexico, uh, they're hauling stuff by the by the truckloads down there to resell, and it's stuff that, that you threw away. It's stuff that uh, they either find in, in containers or, or by the street or or they go to a garbage uh, garage sale and and uh, you know it's just uh, it's crazy, just all the, the, the excess. And so if we're not careful, we get to thinking that uh, that you know well you know this is just our life. Uh, And so why why don't we redirect some of this? Why don't we we have a better focus on it? So uh, he said we might, uh, uh, verse number 12 here, he said, But I, I would you should understand, brethren, that the things which have fallen have happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word without fear. And of course, that's what, what the benefit of a, a, a Faith Promise Mission Conference is, right. that uh, you get to see missionaries, you get to hear missionaries, uh, you get to know uh, that some of the things that we've gone through. And uh, like Pastor said, a great thing, the, the missionary close-up, that you can kind of, you know, get to, get to feel the missionary, know what he's, uh, what he's about, and what he's, uh, where he's at and what he's doing. And so... Uh, those things encourage us. It helps us to, to, to see that, uh, that maybe America isn't all there is. Uh, maybe that uh, I would want my kids to be, go to the mission field. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I should do more for missions here at home in, in giving and sending. And so uh, just, just a lot of, of uh, areas there that we need to consider. Verse number 18, uh, he, he goes on, he said, What then, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. And so he said, even, even if I'm in bonds, even if I'm suffering, he said, so be it. Man, if people can hear the gospel and be saved, Amen. all glory to God. Amen. And so, you know, really, that's, that needs to be an attitude regardless of where we're at. Uh, verse number 21 here says, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. Right. And, you know, we, we typically don't have that attitude, uh, and, and much less here in America. And so... I think it's a healthy thing because uh, as I said before, I really believe persecution is coming. I believe we're going to see some harder things. I believe we're going to see some things that we've never seen before in our life. Uh, but, uh, boy, glory to God that we're saved. Amen. And we have that opportunity to be able to, to preach the gospel, tell other people about Jesus Christ, and sometimes through what we're going through, some, through some of the things that we've suffered. Uh, we know that Paul here was in prison. Paul and Silas, you know, sang uh, and rejoiced in the jail. And and through those who love God and His servants, uh, we can uh, we can uh, have that joy that the Lord wants for us. Here in Philippians chapter chapter number four, and verse number ten again, uh, four ten said, "But I rejo- rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again." And so uh, uh, he said, uh, your care at, "At the last," he said, uh, "We need to see that that what this uh, this Philippian church did uh, was they gave." to the work of God, they gave to the man of God. Right. And so the man of God went and preached the word of God uh, to people who had never heard about Jesus Christ, didn't know how to be saved. And he says, at the last. And uh, I like that. It, it made me think uh, what you do is more impor- important than what you did do, right? Uh, you know, we always think about, uh, well, I, I used to, you, you hear these stories, you know, I used to do this. and Well, what are you doing now? Right? Uh, let, let's not be known for what we don't do, right? Let's not be known for what we did do. Uh, let's be known for what we do do. Amen. And so uh, I, I guess <laughs> that, that probably didn't sound just right. Something that <laughs> I, don't, I don't think about some of these things when I, when I speak English now. Uh, and so uh, he, he says, he said, your, your, your care for me, of me, has flourished. It's abounded. And uh, that, that's, that's Southwest Baptist. Uh, that, that's what we see. We, we feel the love of God. Uh, we, we feel, we, we, we know your concern, your care uh, for the missionaries. And uh, of course, we know that it, it's not just about the missionaries, it's about the people that the missionaries that are reached, that, that we're there to, to show the, the love of God too. In verse number 10, he says, the last part of it, he said, uh, he said, uh, your care of me have flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Right. We look at that word careful, and that's to consider, to set affection on, Okay to consider. And so uh, he said, you've, you've been careful. You have paid attention. You've done your homework. You've studied. You know, you know what it's going to take to send a missionary. You know what it's going to take to keep a missionary in a field. You know what it's going to take to, to build a work. And so he said, you've been careful. You, you've seen to our needs. And uh, boy, you've been a blessing. And that's, that's what I think every missionary that, that uh, is supported by First Baptist can say uh, we've had some projects that that uh, we'd uh, send in the prayer letter, say we really need help with, with this thing, and uh, sometimes they were the only church responding and sent us help, and uh, that's a blessing. When when they're 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 standing by, they they've got people that read the letters, they know what's going on, they're they're they're, they're paying attention, see, and that, that's being careful. And so so I, I want to commend you in that. When, you know, when we do our best, God will take care of the rest. Uh, you, you had every good intention. He's saying here in verse number 10, you offered willingly, but you lacked opportunity. And a lot of times we don't know. But, you know, uh, the prayers of God's people as well are filling in where, where uh, the, the physical things uh, can't even reach. And so when, when something is beyond our control, as we've seen here with Paul, Paul is writing this from, from jail, uh, it, 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 it's out of his hands. Uh, it's, uh, it's out of his ability when uh, sometimes, uh, we, we think we ought to give, we ought to do more for, for the Lord, for missions or, or, or for whatever. Uh, we just, we just can't do anymore. We, we, we've done what we can. That's where grace steps in, Amen. right? That's what grace giving is. That's when we give above and beyond what we're even able to do. You know, uh, when, when, uh, Connie and I were first married, we had our first, uh, faith promise mission conference together and we'd both given to missions but uh, we uh, uh, had a banquet and, and the pastor said, now we're going to pray. And as soon as I pray, then you're going to fill out your card. And so I, I'm, I'm nervous because I had no idea. I'd been praying for two months and I had no idea what I was going to put on that card. And so uh, uh, I, uh, uh, the, the pastor said, amen. And uh, I, I was going to Bible college, okay. Uh, Bible, Bible college student. I was making $2.90 an hour. And uh, my wife was working a job, but it was right in the same, same wage range. And uh, the Lord told me, I was sure He had, but, but the Lord told me to put $40 a week. We, we'd been given about half of that before. And so, uh, I'm like, uh, Lord, <laughs> you know, I mean, oh, ye of little faith, that, that, was, that was me. And so, uh, man, I was, uh, I, I was sweating, I really was, I, I, that, it's impossible. There was no, I had to pay school bills. I had to, you know, take care of everything. And so uh, I, I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll ask my wife and I'll see what she th- thinks, you know. And so uh, I should have known better. Uh, <laughs> of course I do now, you know, I would have known now. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, uh, she said, well, honey, she said, uh, she said, if God's in it, just write that amount on the card. And if it's what God told you to, what God just told me, was the right amount, will be what you wrote wrote on the card. Well, yeah, yeah, that helped me a lot, right? And so I did. I wrote it on the card. She looked at it. She said, yep, that's what he just told me too. So we were both working. We started giving. We didn't have much extra, but you know, even at that, we were putting away $5 a week, okay, saving $5 a week. Yeah, it doesn't sound like much, but back then, that was in 1980, uh, uh, 80, 1980. And so, uh, so anyway, uh, after a while she lost her job and I'm, you know, I'm thinking, well, God, now what, you know, <laughs> you let us to give this and now she doesn't have a job and, and there's no way we're going to do it on $2.90 an hour and paying the rent and the, the utilities etc. et cetera. And so, uh, so boy, she, she would look and she went every day out looking for a job and uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. I mean, we went and I don't know how long we went. Uh, but uh, uh, you know the five dollars we've been saving, well, it, it went away pretty quick. You know, it, it was gone, I mean, it's, and so we got down to the last week. Okay, we'd paid the rent and the utilities and all that stuff, and, and uh, so uh, anyway, uh, she uh, uh, she said, "Hun, she said uh, uh, we've got uh, I forget we pay we pay the tithe and there's forty dollars for the faith promise and five dollars extra. What do you do? What, what do you want to do? You want to go ahead and pay it, or you want to?" Hold out because, you know, she said, We got grocery for this week, so we're good for this week. But beyond that week, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to eat. <laughs> I was in a tough spot. I got this new bride, they expect me to have some answers. And I was about faithless as they came. I'll just be honest. And so I said, Well, oh, honey, I said, As long as we've got it, we're going to put it in there. So we put it in there. And that week, and she had the, the meals planned out. Some of the meals were popcorn. That's all right. I like popcorn. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but you know, Wednesday, that week, the Lord gave her a new job. Wow. Yeah. It paid, how much a you think? $1 an hour more. Wow. For 40 hours. Wow. Right. So Faith Palm was paid. That's good. Right? What we were paying before, you know, we, we got to save that. We got that back. It was ours, right? And so, uh, uh, not only that, but uh, also it came with insurance, maternity benefits that we didn't know we already needed. $3,800. How would I pay paid that? Just because we trusted the Lord. You know what that did? It strengthened our faith. helps us to understand that when God uh, tells us to do something, we need to do it. We need to follow through it and so he said that uh, uh, here in in verse number uh, eleven he says, uh, "Not that I speak in respect to want, for I have learned, and whatsoever stand, I am therewith to be content. you know what he He uses that word learned that doesn 't just mean something that was taught right uh Brother Dave asked me at, at dinner tonight. He said, so what do you really like uh, being a missionary and what really gives you joy? I say, when I, when I preach, it looks like people are paying attention and they respond, right? And they, they do what the Word of God says to do. That, that brings me more joy than about anything. And so, so that's the thing here. He said, uh, he said, I've learned. I didn't just hear it. I learned it. I put it in practice. I've seen it. See, and so, so just all these experiences, all these things bring us to, to have a greater faith in Him. And so uh, uh, Paul here is saying, I, I lack nothing. That doesn't mean I have everything, but God always provides. He doesn't owe me anything, right? Uh, I, I've got it good. I really do. And uh, he says, I've learned to be content. You know, godliness with contentment is great gain. And so, you know, we, we need to learn some of these lessons and, uh, and put them in practice because, you know, the next generation t- is also watching us, That's right. right? They're trying to see what we're going to do under pressure. What, what's this guy going <laughs> to pull, you know? And so verse number two, he said, I know, right? Again, I know. Hmm. I've been there. I've done that. And God's always proven himself faithful. So I know how to, how to be abased. Right. And, uh, you know, Romans 8.28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, okay, to love, that love God, to them which are called according to His purpose. All things, he said, work together for good. But you know, there's a lot of things that, that come in life that really doesn't look like a good thing. It really did not look like where I want to go. Doesn't look like what I want to do. And so Paul says, he says, I know how to be abased. I know how to humble myself. And, you know, a good thing with this and, and a part of faith and the, the way that God tries to grow us in our faith is that not only uh, do, do I humble myself, but uh, sometimes God has to humble me. Yeah. When I'm too pri- pri- proudful, too, how do you say that in English? Pride. Pride. Huh? Pride. Prideful. And, uh, you know, it, it just, uh, uh, he, he helps me by knocking me down a notch. In, in our church here, we have a, a, a prayer list. And uh, I thought for time we'd, we'd try to put uh, some common sins on there. And uh, by common, I mean sins that I've, I've had, to, had to confess. Okay. And so got a, got a pretty good list. And uh, it kept growing. I mean, just as I'd pray, you know, I'd be praying and Boy, oh boy, I got a problem with that. You know, and the Lord just revealing things. But you know what? what uh, I, I had pride on there, but it was way down on the list. But as I kept praying and, and looking at this thing, man, that pride just kept moving up. I mean, it's way on the top of the list. Just about everything, every sin that I commit or have been guilty of or, 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 or partaken of comes from my dirty, rotten pride. Yeah. Right? I, I think I'm something I'm not. And so, so the Lord has to abase us, has to humble us, has to bring us down so that uh, uh, we, we not be independent Baptists, but dependent Baptists. Amen? Amen? To trust Him. You know, it's it's like uh, there in Mexico. A lot of times people ask us about violence and what's going on there and and how things are. You know, uh, God sees us through all of that. He takes care of us, but we need to trust Him. It helps us to trust Him more. He says, I've been instructed. I've experienced. I've learned it. God is not bound by location either. He says, verse number 12, He said, I'm instructed both to be full. Uh, Let's see, uh, uh, where's that at? uh, 12. He said, everywhere, everywhere. And all things, I'm instructed both to be full and be hungry. And so, we, we just finished up our Faith Promise Mission Conference last week uh, down there. And uh, we, we were doing a pitiful job. I mean, I just, I was so upset with them. But I, I, for two years, we'd, we'd gone that And they just, it, they wouldn't raise it. They wouldn't do it anymore. And uh, well, I was praying about it. We invited a, a, a national pastor in and he prayed, boy, he skinned, them, skinned us alive. and uh, And so, anyway, we promised double. We promised double, everywhere, everywhere. And uh, just, just to, to help us to understand that it doesn't matter where we're at. It doesn't matter if you're in America or, or Mexico or, or, or Timbuktu. Uh, we, we need to do what, uh, what the Lord wants us to do. Amen. And he said, uh, uh, he said uh, I've uh, 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 last part of verse number 12, he said, uh, I'm instructed both to be, hung- be full and be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need to be full, to be satisfied, to be content, even when I lack, right. even when I don't have everything that I think I deserve, right? To be hungry, to be anxious, to see how God will prepare challenges in my life to strengthen my faith. You know, it's not just all, the uh, Faith Promise Mission Conference isn't all about uh, sending missionaries. Right. Faith Promise Mission Conference isn't, isn't all about the gospel being preached, but it's also that our faith will be increased, Amen. Amen. right? That we grow in our faith, Without faith, it's still impossible to please God, right. right? And so if it's impossible to please Him, we need to ask ourselves what I want. Do I want to please Him or don't I? If I'm going to please Him, I need to have better faith. And, yeah, and, and I'm talking as a missionary. We all need to have better faith. We'd have more faith. And so, so uh, we need to be, be, be anxious to see what the Lord's doing, what He's going to do through me, through us, in, in this case as a church here. Uh, he says... Uh, uh, to abound in in my giving, in my going, uh, to, to not just be, be just getting by, just doing, uh, the minimum. We need to look at what the Lord wants us to do. Uh, we're serving here. We're, and and by the way, uh, who was it was preached this morning about the will of God? Yeah, Jeremy. And, uh, you know, one of the things I, I thought in that is that, uh, we need to, to, uh, to know that, that, uh, the will of God comes to us when, when we have hard times, when we have problems, when things aren't, aren't easy. Uh, wh- when it's difficult, th- th- you know, it's really, really hard because uh, we, we pray. Yeah. We seek the Lord like no other time. Uh, you know, we, we say we pray and we say we read the, read the Word of God, but until, until the, 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 they tighten the screws, right. Right? Uh, right, we really don't understand faith. We really don't pray like we ought to. And so, again, I, I think the Lord allows us these things. He says, uh, I, I've been instructed to be full and hungry, to abound and to suffer and eat. And uh, that suffering, though, again, as we, we read there in, in uh, chapter 1, that it falls out to the furtherance of the gospel. Right. See, that's what the, the end result is. When our faith is increased, then it helps the missionary. The missionary is able to do more in the field. Amen. And so, it, it's, uh, it, it, it does all uh, net with soul saved. But, but even further than that, to the glory of God. And so he said to suffer need, I'm not self-sufficient. It helps me to depend on him. And then, uh, and this this, uh, scope, this idea of God's provision, it allows me to do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Right? That's what we've seen right here in our text. And so uh, uh, it's because you do what God wants you to do that I can do what God wants me to do. And that's, so, that, that's the, 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 the uh, fellowship of the gospel, right? We're working together for the same goal. I serve by grace. It's a privilege, privilege to serve the God of heaven, my Savior, for the salvation of souls. soul. Amen. I give by grace, as another missionary aptly stated last night, that, uh, you know, the missionary that doesn't give isn't worth a salt, because I can't go everywhere. I can only go one place at a time. I, I've discovered that. And so, uh, uh, you know, I've got to give too so that missionaries can go other places if I'm going to fulfill the Great Commission, right? And so I give by grace above my ability. And, uh, and, and I'm talking to all of us. Uh, I give my tithe, uh, my my tithe, my, my faith. And that, that's something, uh, you probably don't have to stress it here, but down there we've got to tell them now, uh, just because you make a good faith promise doesn't mean you steal it from tithe to faith promise, right? Uh, you know, you, you still steal it from God. Uh, to give it back to God. And so, uh, probably not a good idea. <laughs> and so, uh, so anyway, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's given by grace above our ability, uh, way, way above the tithe, right? And uh, he, he says in this context, I can do all things when I serve him. See, it, it's not just a, a, a blank check that he gives. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm dirty and wicked. I don't read the Bible. I'm, I don't pray but I can do anything through God. (laughs) It it just doesn't work like that. Right. And so he said, as long as we're involved in the missionary effort, as long as we're involved in, in getting the the, the gospel out, preaching the gospel around the world, he said, you can do it. You can add, I can, I can do all things. I can do anything that God places in my heart, my mind to do. That's why we pray. How much to give for the faith promise. We need to pray. We need to ask God. It's him that's going to provide it. I didn't know what he's going to give me. <laughs> I don't know the future like he does. And so, Lord, what do you want me to do? And then, of course, be faithful when he, when he tells us to do that, to do, to do that very thing. And so we've seen, as we, we stated at the beginning, uh, the theme of Philippians is joy. Six times in, in uh, Philippians, we see the word joy. You know, there's no joy uh, like, uh, like seeing, uh, like uh, the, the story relating to you. Seeing how God provides. When, again, just to be honest with you, I was scared to death to give $40 a week. I didn't have any clue where that was coming. I didn't know how it was going to happen. But it wasn't a big deal for God. You you think $40 is a big thing for God? (laughs) You know, I look back at it and it's really funny. But uh, so, so this joy of giving, the joy of going. And, and, and another word that's used 10 times in, in the book of Philippians is rejoiced, rejoicing, rejoice. And so when Christ is preached, it causes rejoicing not only here, but, but with the angels in heaven. And we get to have a part in that. We get to have a part in that right here. I remember in uh, in uh, 2010, the first con- conference we were at, uh, the, uh, the theme was... Uh, uh, Across the street and around the world, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. And so, uh, uh, you know, that's what I, I, I try to emphasize, emphasize to our people down there. Of course, they're young Christians. They don't understand a lot of stuff. But uh, just because we send a missionary across the, the seas or wherever uh, doesn't relieve me of my responsibility here. Amen. People still lost here, too. And you know what? I can't be here very often. I'll do what I can when I'm here. But that's seldom. Right. And so, somebody else got to do it. Amen. you got to do that. And so, so, we need to be careful with all this, with giving, with going, uh, whether we're here, whether we're there, to not do it with a hypocritical heart. We need to be rejoicing what the Lord's allowed us to do, what, what uh, He's going to do. And He talks here in uh, verses 14 to 17, we're not going to read all of it. The first 14, He said, Notwithstanding you have well done that you did communicate with my affliction. And look at the word affliction. It's not just affliction that he's in jail, that he's suffering, uh, but with his need. Right. He has a need. He, he, he has something that, that uh, he can't uh, take care of him by himself. It's going to take the grace of God. And so these co-laborers, these uh, Philippians, are going to minister to his needs. And uh, the, the missionary is God's ambassador sent from his local church and, uh, and supported by those that, uh, that give, like this church supports me. And so, God uses us uh, to be a channel of blessing. When we give, the the Lord will give way more through us than He gives to us. Right? Right? If it all stops here, then it'll stop here. Mm -hmm. But if we're a channel, like a gutter on the house. Right? It just keeps flowing. It's got to take it in. It's got to send it out. Right? And so, the same thing here. The more I trust Him, the more He's going to give me. With that building down there, uh, of course, you know how it is when, uh, yeah, we raised a little money for the building, but, but uh, where do you think the rest of the money came from? Right? Well, this old gringo had to put in his share. You know something I've learned in that? Of course, I try to be careful that the church still does their part so that I'm just not, you know, raising them to be a, a, a welfare case. Right? right? But uh, the more I've given, the more God has blessed me. The more God has prospered me. The more God has, has, has helped me just to see his hand, to be a, a channel blessing. Uh, this new ministry, the Lord has led me to, to start uh, with, uh, with taking a, a pews and, and uh, Bibles and tracts and, and uh, pianos and, and uh, building materials and stuff to, to, to new churches down there. Or churches that are, that are going. Uh, I'd pay all that. I don't pay that. You pay that. Amen. Uh, you help pay that. Yeah. That's a blessing. It's a blessing to a whole lot of churches down, a whole lot of pastors that are discouraged. They don't have any idea how they're going to make this thing happen. Right. But the Lord uses us uh, to be a channel, Amen. right? First through you, then through me, and all to the glory of God. Amen. And so missions, uh, again, is a, a fellowship of the gospel. And uh, we need to communicate, need to have, have uh, this thing in common. We need to be partners working together so that we can get the gospel preached here and there, right? Right? And so, what we have here is the joy, the privilege to know the love of God, to be saved, to serve by giving and by going. In Mexico, we have a saying that uh, they say, Él no vive para servir, no sirve para vivir. Uh, he, does, he that doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, live to serve doesn't serve to live. Okay? And this is the lost world. This, this, that, that's the lost world. He that doesn't live to serve doesn't serve to live. And so, uh, you know, as, as, a, as a born-again believers, I think that's probably a pretty, good, a pretty good motive. If we're not here to serve something bigger than ourselves, serve the God of heaven, serve that that other peoples get the gospel. then what are we sucking air for? What are we we holding a pew down for? Right? And so, we've been blessed to be able to to have a part uh, of uh, your ministry and vice versa. That God might be honored and glorified. That people can receive the gospel in Mexico and a whole lot of other places in this world. Let's all stand together. Heads bowed and eyes closed. May the Lord deal with your heart tonight about what you'd have. He'd have you to do for a faith promise mission this, in this uh, new year. Need to pray about that. Need to seek the Lord. May the Lord that speak to somebody's heart. To be a missionary. That you'd surrender yourself. You don't know, know to where. You don't need to know to where. Surrender yourself. Give everything on the altar of sacrifice. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love to us. We thank you for the opportunity to give us to to know you. We thank you for the opportunity to give us to to make you known. So Lord, I pray that you'd help us to do that, Lord, uh, here at home and and wherever you'd send us. And God, we thank you for the privilege you give us to, to be able to experience that joy of the love of Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to love God's way. That, God, you could love others the way you've loved us. We want to tell you tonight, Lord, we love you. God, I pray just help us to act like it. In Jesus' name.